superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Thank you guys for um, really getting me back into sports. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I'm considering walking away. I'm Ooh. considering heading up to the mall Ooh. here in Erie, Pennsylvania and buying myself a Josh Allen jersey. Oh. Uh, I'm hopping on the Bills Mafia bandwagon because I'm tired of the Cowboys. Earlier on the show, Apple TV MLS analyst Taylor Twelman. Coming up, Bears beat writer for The Athletic, Kevin Fishbane. Host of Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. Coming up in this hour, I've got my power rankings. Yes, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter uh, if there's games. It ma- um, um, by the way, when I said that, I didn't mean my power rankings don't matter. Come on, oh, oh, okay. yeah, we know how Come I feel on. about my power rankings now. After years of refusing to do one, now I love yeah, them. Now I can't quit them. They're like, they're, like, they're like broke back power rank. Why? Oh, God. We opened your eyes. You, you sure did. Well, broke back it's power it. So I, got, I do love it now. Every every morning you're like on tech, power, yeah. top five of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, you're it's in. just like, you're I, I'm like, you know what, I'm in. You're in. One of my favorites was at the Super Bowl, top five Vegas icons. That was a good one. Mo Green, Teddy number one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Mo, Mo Green. Spoiler alert. Um, this one will give me top ten most important quarterbacks on the carousel this year. Ooh, love it. We like it. Yeah, because you know there's always a carousel. Um, and the question is, is uh, do the Bears start spinning it? Because they, they they've got the choice to spin it. Um, and and um, as we all know, um, they uh, did not spin it last year. Spun off the draft pick, and then the uh, Panthers spun bankrupt in 2023. And uh, the Bears are now first overall on the clock again. And to discuss that subject matter in hour number two to kick things off from the athletic covers, the Bears, Kevin Fishbane joining us here on the Rich Eisen. How are you doing, Kevin? I'm good, Rich. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Uh, and I appreciate uh, you joining us here because as as you and I are, are conversing, the uh, St. Brown Brothers podcast is coming out right now. It's just dropped when Justin Fields is, I guess, going to explain whether he unfollowed the Bears on social media and whether this is a bellwether or any sort of canary in a coal mine. What are your two cents on uh, the Justin Fields-Bears relationship as you and I are talking right now, Kevin? Rich, I'm trying to remember which journalism class we were, we learned. Follow who players follow on Twitter and Instagram, and then go f- watch the podcast on YouTube of the teammate to figure it out. So you might find out before me what Justin Fields has to say about it. Right. Um, just the relationship <laughs> in general. I mean, the Bears love Justin Fields. They do. He's been a leader. He's had a great work ethic. His teammates love him. The city adores him. Uh, 
they happen to have the number one pick in a historically great quarterback draft for what they, you know, the people a lot smarter than me who evaluate this stuff think so. So it's a weird position for to be in. I do believe that if they're going to trade him, if they're going to move on, Ryan Poles is going to do so with a lot of respect, a lot of deference to Justin Fields and, and make this as clean as possible. Um, but look, if you're Justin Fields, you're probably sitting there being like, hey, I've given my all to this team for a couple of years. The record hasn't been great. The results haven't been great. And a lot of that wasn't my fault. Um, but I don't I don't sense any animosity um, between player and organization at this point. Well, I mean, they, they handled it last year uh, very upfront with Justin Fields and does appear that they told him um, very early on in the process, you're, you're good. We're, we're good. And I'm wondering what have they told him already about the process this year? Because clearly the quarterback class this year requires more due diligence than last year's, even though last year's wound up producing one of the greatest unicorns we've seen at quarterback in C.J. Stroud. Uh, we just didn't know that at the time last year. I'm sure he must have. But what, what are you, what's your reporting on what the Bears have communicated to Fields at this it, point in time? Kind of knowing what we know about Ryan Poles, I'm guessing it's been really transparent, maybe more transparent than you would expect in a situation. They probably said to Justin, hey, we we love what you've done. We are in this rare, unique situation, and we need to research everything. And when we decide on a direction to go, we'll let you know. You know, it's interesting, Rich, too, because teams do this all the time at other positions, right? Like, we see a team move on from a veteran. Look, the Bears just cut Eddie Jackson last week. You know, obviously, that's a cap situation and with his age and all that. And everything's different at quarterback. But this happens a lot. Obviously, when it's quarterback, when it's someone like Justin Fields, when it's the number one pick, when it could be Caleb Williams, everything is exponential. So knowing Ryan Poles and the relationship he has with Justin Fields, throw Matt Eberflus into that conversation as well. I expect that it's been probably very upfront. And once they decide what they're going to do, they're probably going to tell him and keep him in the loop. As you said, that's what they did last year. So I expect it to have been the same. Kevin Fishbane here on the Rich Eisen Show. Walk me through your statement you said moments ago that fans in Chicago love Justin Fields and how you think that might be part of the equation here. Yeah, well, you know, for one thing, polls can't let it be part of the equation. And he can't let DJ Moore's adoration for Justin Fields be part of it either. And he said that. But I do think, you know, it has created this polarization in town. You have these Caleb Williams versus Justin Fields debates on the radio. Rich, they've been going on since October. Every day we've been talking about it here. And this is this is the situation the Panthers put the Bears in, put the city in. You know, when when the Bears moved up to draft him, I had not seen anything like that in Chicago in terms of excitement about something the Bears did on or off the field, really, since they traded for Jay Cutler. Uh, and you know, look, when they traded for Jay Culler, everyone was like, oh, my God, the Bears finally have a quarterback. They moved up for Justin Fields. They said, we did it. This is it. This is our guy. Finally, homegrown, incredible player at Ohio State. And that was the big difference in Justin Fields, I think, and Mitch Trubisky, was Justin Fields was an incredible college football player. And there were a lot of questions about Mitch coming out about what he did in college. Chicago fans had watched Fields play at Ohio State. They thought that this was the steal of the draft. He comes in his first preseason game. 
and lit it up at Soldier Field. I mean, that place, I think it was the first time fans had been there in, in over a year or two because of the pandemic. So you just had this palpable sense. So all that has built up. And then we've all seen the flashes of brilliance that he's shown. So I think so many fans here, and, and you know this so well, Rich, Chicago is just so desperate to find that guy. And fans here so badly wanted it to be Justin Fields. And there's still some who believe he can be that guy if given the proper team, proper coordinator. So they, they, they love him. I think a lot of people have kind of come to terms with what is probably coming. Um, but yeah, as far as the organization, they have to try to block that out and just figure out what is best for the team moving forward. The athletics, Kevin Fishbane covers the bears right here on the rich Eisen show. And Kevin, we started this conversation with you saying what journalism school did we learn to um, check on who a player follows on his social media or her social media. And then, check on the uh, podcast of his teammates as a comment, and that I would probably learn before you would because we're having a conversation. I have an earpiece in, and my, my crew, my producers, my producers are, are telling me that you are correct. I now know what Justin Fields told Equinemius St. Brown and Amon Ron St. Brown on the St. Brown's podcast. He did, in fact, say he unfollowed the Bears on his social media, on his IG, but he also unfollowed the NFL as well because he wanted no NFL on his timeline while he was going on vacation because his timeline is filled with the conversation about what the Bears should do with the first overall selection. What's your thoughts upon me now informing you during this conversation, Kevin? I love the breaking news. You've been doing this for a bit, Rich. You handled that smoothly. Thank you, sir. Um, Somewhat. Yeah, that that does Justin Fields, I mean, like – Horse blinders, right? I mean, he's just got to be just, you know, just in it and and not paying any of attention. It's really interesting because last year he did the whole Super Bowl meet radio row car wash. He was there. He was very talkative. He did our show. He did our show, and he was he was wide open about it. Um, I I can understand that you know he just wouldn't want to go through it a second year. Or this one's more real. You know what I mean? Like last year, it was he was in year two, going into year three. And, you know, the conversation was, honestly, despite the way C.J. Stroud played, let's, let's, let's recall, it was, it was essentially, at the Super Bowl last year, a conversation about Fields or Bryce Young. That was, that was the conversation. Now it's Fields or Caleb Williams. And he's also three years in, 39 starts in, and there's a fifth-year option conversation that's going to have to come up, and that's expensive, and that's maybe a little bit more real with Justin Fields right now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent it. You know, I, I think he understands it. He gets it. He doesn't want to go through that having to talk about it all the time. And I understand that if he wants to go on, on vacation, unplug, he doesn't want to have to see any of it. And look, I can barely put my phone away. I could barely stay off social media. So I can't imagine somebody, you know, certainly in his generation, be able to just stay off it. So why not? Might as well just unfollow the bears, unfollow the NFL. You know, I remember, look, a couple of years ago, Dave Montgomery one day, like my my phone's blowing up. Did you see Dave Montgomery unfollowed the Bears? And you know, we had a whole we had to have a whole conversation with Dave Montgomery about that. You know, the, the next day at Alice Hall, uh, this is the world we live in. But yeah, I, I think for Justin Fields, it's real. He gets it. He's understood this situation. He understood it's out of his hands. He was very open and showed a lot of great perspective at the end of the season. And as I said, a lot of things have not gone his way. Some of it has been out of his control. Some of it's been in his control, Rich. I mean, the the fact of the matter is Justin Fields had a lot of opportunities late in games in the last two years to do what the C.J. Strouds 
do to do what Patrick Mahomes has done over and over again. And maybe it's a high bar and, and maybe he didn't have the perfect team around him, but so rarely was he able to come through in those clutch situations. And, and I think that is a big reason we're having these conversations that we are and, and that the bears are very open to moving on and, and picking a different quarterback. Number one, we both went to Medill then, huh? Is it basically what you're saying? Are you a Medill guy? Kevin? I am. All right. Oh, I see your Northwestern hat on right now. I couldn't see it before. Okay. I see you. Okay. Very good. Um, so what's your reporting on why the Bears stuck with Matt Eberflus with one of the most decorated coaching carousels spinning? What's your reporting there? I think there's two things in play here, Rich. You know, one, Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus have a very good relationship. And new president, Kevin Warren, there was this, we were all wondering here in Chicago, was Kevin Warren going to kind of make a power play? Was he going to say, look, I I love Matt and I see that you guys have a good rapport and I see the defense has been growing, but this is a new era. I'm in charge now. We've got these guys available. Let's 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 move on. Um, but I, you know, it seems like he certainly empowered Ryan Poles, and, and Ryan Poles has a lot of trust in Matt Eberflus, and that is a mutual trust. I think he really appreciated the way Eberflus, the way Poles said it was captain the ship. Uh, so I think there's a bond there that's really strong. I think that they do really appreciate the way the defense played and the way that the culture has been built in the building. Now, I always think culture is a kind of a funny buzzword, Rich, when we talk about this stuff because. When you make the playoffs, you've got a great culture, you know. So, like, if, if the that the Bears need to win, that's what they have to figure out. So, you can say all you want about how great the culture is. You just got to win games. And, and I do think Matt Eberflus did enough down the stretch with his defense, with how he handled all the drama, uh, to prove to Ryan Poles that he was the guy. And the thing is, look, I mean, we also can't ignore the fact this is a Bears organization that historically does not like change. Uh, you know, we saw with Mark Trestman, they were not thrilled that they had to do that and, and move on after two years, but that was a mess. And then the John Fox and then Matt Nagy and now Matt Hebrew This is an ownership group that wants to make it work. And I think that, you know, I don't know if there was a fear of taking that big swing and sticking with the guy that, you know, and you feel comfortable with, but if that was involved, it wouldn't be the first time the bears have done that. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the, the Montez sweat acquisition was a home run. I mean, he really helped solidify what was uh, ascending, essentially, before his acquisition. And right around his acquisition is when the, Bear, the Bears' defense, one of the best in the league, top five, I think, in the last two months. And I guess, I guess you didn't want to upset that with Eberflus. And now you bring in Shane Waldron, and, and it looks like he's going to get handed the golden ticket here, you know, um, because I'm assuming they do go ahead and take Caleb Williams. What's your best guess? with what the Bears are going to do with that first overall pick as we're sitting here on the uh, penultimate Wednesday of uh, February, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, my my, my best guess is it's going to be Caleb Williams. I mean, everything everybody says, uh, I mean, just look at what Daniel Jeremiah has said about him in the past couple of weeks. I mean, this guy just seems like from a talent standpoint and the physical gifts, a no-doubter. You know, when I was down in the senior bowl, Rich, and I was talking to you know scouts and, and, and folks around the league, the the phrase that they kept saying was you cannot pass on a talent like this. Like he's just too good. Now I'm keeping the door open. The combines next week. The bears are going to get an opportunity to sit down with Caleb Williams. And then we're going to have, they're going to certainly bring him into house hall. They're going to go see him. They're going to do their due diligence here. And I'm going to keep open the, the door that, you know, maybe they think that a different quarterback is better suited for what they want to be. But right now, if they're picking number one, 
Caleb Williams seems to be the no doubt number one prospect, number one quarterback, not only in this class, but probably in recent classes. Uh, and it's hard to see the Bears. You mentioned C.J. Stroud earlier and Bryce Young. The idea of the Bears passing on those guys and then passing on Caleb Williams is a wild thing to think about for a franchise that is so well known for its futility at the position. I mean, this is a golden opportunity for them to take this guy who is so gifted uh, and you know pair him with DJ Moore, pair him with an offensive line that really hit its stride late in the season, that, that defense, uh, and, and hope that they have the right pieces. They got a lot of cap space, they got the number nine pick, and they can find a way to make it work. Yeah, that number nine pick in the aforementioned Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, Roma Dunze. And yeah, I mean, like, what, a, what a home run if uh, we get out of the top nine and the bears have Caleb Williams and Roma Dunze, and then potentially another draft choice uh, later on on that Friday night um, because of the Justin Fields trade that would no doubt have to happen. So you mentioned earlier, Kevin, that you think that Ryan Poles, the GM would want to accommodate Justin Fields. Where do you think Justin Fields wants to go? He has to be, as he's unfollowing the Bears, thinking about this sort of thing right now, you know? Yeah, I'm sure he is. You know, I guess when I said that, I do have to – it is a business, too. So I think Poles would want to accommodate him as much as he can. Mm-hmm. But it has to be for a team that wants Justin Fields, too. I don't know how many teams it's going to be, Rich. I mean, yes, there are a lot of teams that need a starting quarterback, but this is a very deep quarterback class. You've got the Kirk Cousins and Baker Mayfield situations as well to keep an eye on. I mean, Pittsburgh makes a lot of sense. I know it's a very un-Steelers thing to do to make a move like that, but you think about the Arthur Smith offense and what that could look like with someone like Justin Fields, and that is a team that's built to win, um, and it's got a really strong infrastructure there around it. Um, I know the Atlanta Falcons, everybody connects the dots there. Hometown, needs a quarterback, great skill players, I just always wonder there, like, Terry Fondo had his chance a couple of years ago and didn't take him. So what has Field shown in the past three years to now, again, new head coach, different situation, desperate situation. I'm sure that that owner might want them to take the Justin Fields. It's a great story in Atlanta, um, but that's a team. But outside those two, Rich, it's hard to really find a great fit. But I think if you're Justin Fields, you want to go somewhere where you can start. And you'd love to be with an offense coordinator who you believe is going to fit that offense to you better than it was here in Chicago. And you look at Arthur Smith, you look at Zach Robinson, those guys make a lot of sense in that in that category. Yeah, I guess uh, the Raiders are out there uh, as a possibility. The Patriots, if they want to indicate, hey, we're, we're a new look organization, what way to basically say we're going to go get um, Justin Fields and, and throw Marvin Harrison on the mix third overall with him because they already have Fields in the fold, but part of the dot connecting for fields to Atlanta um, isn't just, you know, the fact that he's from Georgia and he played for a year at Georgia before transferring to the Ohio state, but also for somebody who doesn't want NFL on his timeline, he, he, he certainly follows uh, the, the three most important weapons mm-hmm. that he might be playing with in Atlanta still follows Pitts, Drake London and Bijan Robinson. And that's part of the dot connecting, sir, right there. I'm building my syllabus right now for my uh, social media class I'll teach. And, uh, you know, maybe Medill is watching this right now, Rich. I'm available. I'm building this class out. The other thing about Atlanta, the GM who chose 
Justin Fields a few years ago, Ryan Pace is in that Falcons front office. So again, another thing to consider uh, when you think about Atlanta as a pretty interesting destination spot for Justin Fields. Kevin, thanks for the time, sir. Enjoy the rest of your February. Let's connect as the draft season progresses. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Rich. Take care. You bet. That's Kevin Fishbane in his maiden voyage here on the Rich Eisen Show from The Athletic. What did we glean? Well, I, I, I checked out the, I think Chris did too, the St. Brown's Brothers podcast. And? and? Just like I think you had mentioned this to Kevin, because as the time I was listening to it, I think you said it. He said he's going on vacation. Yep. He just didn't want to have all the NFL noise on his phone. Mm. Like he goes, every post is, is Phil's getting traded. The Bears keep the Phil's. He goes, I just want to go on vacation, kind of get my mind off of football. Um, the sun guy didn't ask him about Drake London. He's like, you're following my teammate, though. You know, they played at USC together. He's like, I don't know Drake. I've been following him, though. So we're going to, I guess, get mm. that, that uh, soundbite for later in the program. I have thoughts on it. But again, I mean, what he said seemed reasonable and like, yeah, you want to go it? enjoy yourself and not <laughs> does it. Well, yeah, you want to go enjoy yourself and, and not worry about work. When you go on vacation, you don't want to think about work all the time. Do you? I get it. You go on vacation sometimes, maybe like delete Instagram How or about delete the app Twitter. In its entirety. Yeah. You don't have uh, to just unfollow no, 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 certain no, no, accounts. No, no, no. I, look, and, we're we're going to unpack this. We're going to unpack it. We've got to take a break. I asked him about it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right let's yeah. take a break. Let's take a break. We'll, we'll take a break. Guess what we're going to do? We're taking a break. <laughs> and then we'll be back from break. I think Florio's probably got some thoughts too, hour I'm three. sure he does. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests work is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner, so you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Number five, 
We're now at the top five top of five. my power rankings of NFL quarterback birthday parties I'd prefer to attend. Number five is Josh Allen. Let's go hang out with oh, Josh yeah. Allen. Yes. I don't know I what mean, this is photographs from. Is it from a murder mystery party or that something looks like that? Like, uh, like Halloween? I don't know, but let's go hang out with Josh Allen. All right. Number oh, four in the list. Who wouldn't want to go to Tom Brady's birthday party? I thought party? that would be number one. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no. Single no, Tom stop. Brady, bro? Single Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady on a boat. Yeah. And the one and, and it's on his cheat day. With no kids. It's one day okay, where right. he's drinking too. So we're drinking. Okay. Good. All right. Okay. Tom Brady's <laughs> number, number three. one for me. <laughs> number three on this list. Who wouldn't want to go say happy birthday to Joe Burrow? Oh, yeah. Smoking cigars. Look at Joe. Okay. Come on now. Joe Burrow's throwing her birthday yeah. party. I'm going, and everybody on the RSVP oh. list is going too. Oh. Number two, Joe quarterback is. birthday party That's I would it. want to attend is Jimmy Garoppolo's birthday yeah. party. Yes. You bet. Yeah. You bet. How is that not number one? Because you know yes. Tom's going to be there, and you just, I, I mean, I will just, I'll uh. stand in the corner and look, and it'll be creepy. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It'll be creepy. There'll be some birds at that. It'll be creepy. Oh my God. But Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, you're kind of women at that I party. Wouldn't to, I wouldn't I mean. be able to go to Jimmy Garoppolo's birthday party because Susie would say, I'm no. going. You're home yeah, with the right, right. Okay? The pigeons will be clucking and Number one, atop my power rankings know, list, man, of quarterback <laughs> birthday parties I would like to attend. Oh, yeah. an NFL quarterback birthday party, hands down, number one, Gardner Minshew. Period. <laughs> End of story. It's not just starting quarterbacks. I said NFL quarterback. Number one, Gardner Minshew. Fun stuff on our YouTube page, if I may say so myself. Bam, bam, bam. Good stuff. <clears throat> About to do my power rankings right now. As a matter of fact, uh, the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network just rejoined our Roku channel feed. I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Our uh, edit bays are uh, red hot to the touch right now, trying to churn out what Justin Fields told the St. Brown brothers on their mm, podcast. Mm, mm, mm. Nice guest for uh, right? Amon Ra and Equinemius right here. It's well-timed. No doubt. You know, I wonder, did they book him before he uh, he hit the unfollow button? <laughs> I don't know. Good question. I don't know. I, I don't know. Do the Bears still follow Justin Fields? Has anybody checked that hey, out? That's, that's a good let's question, take a look. Richard Seth. Let's take a look. You know what? I'm, I'm, it's, it's kind of like the, the reverse phone book. Remember that? Reverse look you up. The you remember the reverse, reverse phone, phone book? book? Of course I do. You know? Let's see, Bears. You'd, you'd put in the... Uh, oh, they only follow 259 the, people. Yes, it's the opposite of looking for right. the name. Yeah, right. It's a number, but you get the... Do they yeah. follow Justin Fields? Oh, yeah, they, they follow Justin Fields, yep. Okay. yep. okay. Do they follow Caleb Williams? Let's see. Oh, oh, stop it. No, they don't. Okay. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep it and refresh. <laughs> they don't follow that many people. Only 259. Who? The Bears? Yeah. Oh, my God. What's going on over there? Somebody, I heard my voice. Oh, I was, what are you I, doing? As I was looking through the Bears thing, the first video that popped up was the sneaker video. Oh, is that is right? Just, it's oh, literally everywhere on social media. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> I love it. The Sebastian Maniscalco. See, what other Does Justin Fields follow me? Oh, oh, good question. Because um, I just want to make sure he wants to see pictures of uh, Rich Eisen show reels and pictures of my dogs. Occasionally, children. 
He does follow a lot I got. of people. Huh? No, he does not follow you. Mm. He follows 777. Gave it a try. Yeah. 777, Mike. That's jackpot. Yep. So, uh, you know, here, let's let's do the uh, the uh, the power rankings after this. We're about to get the sound bites in of Justin Fields. Oh, yeah. Let's, so, so let me, let, let's just review this. <laughs> Honestly, let's say you're Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd okay. be great. Let's say you're Justin Fields. And, Six, you know, you, you fight your way to get to the transfer portal out of Georgia. And you wind up at the Ohio State University where you have a stupendous career. Okay? You have a stupendous career. And, um, you know, you, you throw the, the entire route tree in a college football playoff victory. He was dynamite, right? And then wound up playing Clemson, had a really good game, didn't win. But he was, he was great. I mean, honestly, how successful was he at the Ohio State? He's the last Ohio State quarterback to beat Michigan. <laughs> I know you're going to say that. Yeah. Oh boy, I'm sorry. I got I, I lost the plot. So, so he honestly, had that on you though. He had a terrific career, and then you know he watches he watches Zach Wilson and Trey Lance get drafted before. He had to be sitting tough. there going, "What yeah. the hell is going on?" Hell going on. That's tough. And and then the Bears, the Bears trade up to get him. Yeah, all right. Cool. And then you remember Matt Nagy didn't just like dive all in on him to start. Remember that? Remember he, 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 they have Nick Foles. Uh, didn't he say he, his first? He came on this show, Matt Nagy, and said he wanted to Mahomes him. His plan was to sit him the whole first mm-hmm. year, as if doing what he did. In college, like, didn't come close to mimicking the NFL. <laughs> Especially at that college. Exactly. It was weird. I, I remember I even told him, like, good luck with that <laughs> when he said that on this show. Do you remember that? Oh, Where yeah, I basically right. said to him, like, I don't think you're going to be able to do that, Matt. And Andy Dalton and Nick Foles. Dude. With Fields. And he had to be just like, now – with, with I guess, all due respect to, to Matt Nagy, then, you know, Fields did look like he needed some some more marinating to the point where even just this past year, he said Luke Getze's, you know, scheme made him feel robotic. Do you remember that was a huge to-do? Right, yep. Yeah. Because yep. It, and it was just like, wait a minute, does that mean he, like, saying that your read's here and your read's here? Like, he, he needed, he, he felt too contained by by a system that would make him go through reads, and it's obviously never that simple. He tries to do too much, gets hurt. Remember that? He held on to the ball too long and then blew out his thumb. Bajan came in. Bajan looked good. Then he comes back in and, and started playing like the Justin Fields we were all, all hoping to see. And in between that, he spends an entire January last year, and he did. We went through all his Super Bowl interviews, including ours. We're just like, what do you think the Bears are going to do? Do you think your first two years are not enough, and they're just going to flip you and start from scratch with Bryce Young or the guy who succeeded you at Ohio State? And he had to be sitting there going, I can't believe I'm dealing with this stuff. And now he's dealing with it again. 
This time around, though, it's more it's more real. And and I I do not say this with in any way, shape, or form. Uh, don't do not read this in any way, shape, or form as disrespecting C.J. Stroud. But at this point last year, nobody thought Stroud would play the way that he did this year. Mm-hmm. I mean. And, and by the way, the way that Stroud played this year was, as Kurt Warner will tell you, it's not just good for a rookie. He he was at the top of his game compared to all the veterans in the league. So I guess if that's the way Stroud was coming into the draft, in other words, like Caleb Williams, it might have been even that much more awkward for him last year because it's just like, okay, we're going to take the guy that succeeded you. But instead, it was a conversation last year when he showed up at the Super Bowl. It was it was like Fields and Young, and I thought that was a no-brainer. You got to stick with Justin Fields. There, certainly, when the Panthers call up and say we're going to give you a lot, and DJ Moore, we're going to give you a a young stud receiver who can now have a chemistry with the guy you're keeping, Ryan Poles. Stroke a genius, and nobody thought that Young would struggle so significantly along with the Panthers that they would fire their coach in the middle of the season, although I guess we should have seen that one coming with with the owner being the way that he has been so far with his coaches, and good luck to Dave Canales with that. But they would be so bad that we'd be back in the position of the Bears having the first overall pick, thanks to the Panthers, Right? And so now, though, it's real. This one's more real because Fields is a year further along. Now, he could say, I put more out there for you to see. And he is a year further along with the fan base there in love with him. Mostly, I think. And he's also, however, a year closer to you really having to make a financial decision that is considerable to keep him. So, it's more real now because Caleb Williams is a guy who looks like he's the next Mahomes. That's a burden he's going to have to deal with as he's first played in his pro career. Certainly if it's in Chicago and he looks just like Justin Fields in his first year. But that's for down the road. For the moment now, that's the way I'm setting up Justin Fields having a conversation on the St. Brown Brothers podcast courtesy of the 33rd team site. I did not know, to be honest with you, Amon Ra and Equinemius had a podcast together. Great guest, though. Just in time, they sat down with Justin Fields when yesterday the conversation was that Fields has unfollowed the Chicago Bears on his Instagram account. So what gives on all of that? Hit it. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs> but like why, why are you not following follow the Bears? This and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears. This and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. That's true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, you follow Chiana, right? 
Hmm? But listen, listen, me, yeah, that's, that's, that's my girlfriend though. That's different. But I'm saying like when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel saying? me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you mess with the bears? You're saying you mess with the bears more now that you don't follow them? Man, ah, it's not even like okay, that. okay. It's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm. what? Just, just get away, get away from every Bears post. It's either I drive, see who you follow. Uh, nah, it's either see who follow. See the drive, Caleb. So it's like, bro. Man, I'm tired yeah. of hearing the talk. We want like it's to, annoying. we want, yeah. to, like, it's just, bro, like, it's time to just. So you're telling me you don't follow no football. Bro, you follow. I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher Report. Report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog. <laughs> okay, let's take it one step at a time. <sighs> I have to turn to the single men in the room on Instagram. Does that any of that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Yep. You want to interpret that for me then? What does that mean? You unfollow, but you're still messing with them? What does that well, mean? Well, because, okay. <laughs> do your sometimes, best. Sometimes, do your best. Sometimes you follow line. somebody and you want to like like their pictures and stuff, but if you hit like, as we all know, your name shows up, yeah. up. that you like them. Oh. So sometimes you might say, I don't know, put them in a bookmark folder or something. That way you can discreetly check someone's Instagram that you like without really it showing up that you've been on their page. TJ. But, th- but that's, that's how is that have any, what's the analogy between unfollowing the bears and he could still, what he's, he's still checking them out. Is that what, it, is that the analogy? Well, I think he gave you the answer. He doesn't want to see a bunch of, should he yeah, be but, traded? But, but he does want to see some things on this timeline. Richard Debron, you're a single male. He's going on vacation. He wants okay. to see some things. But he don't want to have to listen and read about work. Okay. Guys, am I wrong? Or, no, I, mean, I guess, I could be. I guess yeah, he's man, saying, makes sense. Yeah. I guess he's saying what? Because on your timeline, if you follow the Bears, I mean, I... I don't think the Bears per se I, mean, I follow NFL Network. It, but... Is that the reason why I'm getting other NFL... Yeah, your stuff on the right. So your algorithm be like suggested, like you probably like this, and it's like he doesn't want to see. So Justin Fields is getting is getting fed a whole bunch of. He's Instagram. getting inundated with. Should it be should the Bears take Caleb? Yeah. Should they trade him here? Like, what are the odds of Fields' next I team? I think that's like, understandable. And he's but I follow like, the Rich Eisen show. It's not. It, I'm, I'm not getting fed other shows like ours. Uh, you know what I mean? Like. Uh-huh. I, I, you're solid in your job. No one's coming in here to take your job. No, I, I, I just gave this whole long setup where I, I understand why he would be particularly sensitive but. to this. But it's like Bleacher Report isn't going to put out like even a, a post on this very conversation he had on, on the St. Brown Brothers pod. Let's see if they have. Come on, but you know what I'm saying. It's like it's it's not like the most foolproof system. But then so now so then let's dig deeper here. Whatever. <laughs> no, honestly, let's just let's just dig a little bit deeper here. Where he's he's saying the question is is does he want to stay in Chicago? That question was put to him as well. Do you want to stay in Chicago or what's up? Yeah, of course, of course I want to stay. Um, to be honest, bro, I'll be trying to like you know with all the talk, it's it's hard to. You know, I guess kind of just boom being one place, but I can't see myself playing in another place. But I know how that league is. Like EQ, you was probably the same way uh, before you left Green Bay. But I mean, if it was up to me, I would want to stay in Chicago. I love right. the city. The city's lit. The the fans there, you know, they're great, mm-hmm. and the people. But um, 
it's a business. I ain't got no control over it. So whatever happens, happens. But I feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now, I just want it to be over. Like, just let me know if I'm getting traded. Let me know if I'm staying, this and that. Because I like watching film in the offseason. I like watching the offense. You feel me? Seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that. So, But right now, I'm kind of... You're from Georgia, right? Yeah, I'm from Georgia. What do you think about Atlanta? Like, you like you like Atlanta? Atlanta would be tough. I, the only con of going back home is just people hitting my phone crazy. Yeah. You know, wanting tickets to the game. But, I uh, mean, yeah. I think I think they got a lot of play ma- playmakers on the team. And, um, of course, Bijan. They got my boy Kyle. And then, of course, Drake, too. Um, they probably need one more receiver. But um, they definitely got some guys over there. First of all, here's my first blush about that. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Asked all the right questions. Well done, sir. I knew I loved him for a reason. Absolutely. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Right top to the, ten, top right ten, to re, top ten receiver in the in the NFL, and <laughs> doing a better job than some people might in our my industry, our industry. Now you worried, dude? <laughs> Two, he's kept the blue hair, which is kept I'm all for that. Yeah. Two, and three, this one I'm, I'm I can relate to more than you know. Unfollowing. <laughs> Somebody you can still mess with. Yeah, I'm just trying to get in the mind okay, of a 23, 24 year old male. By, and by yeah. the way, I love how Del Tufo immediately gave it the uh, check mark. You, 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 you're all about the unfollowing, but oh, still yeah. messing with. Okay, great. of course, good to know. <laughs> hey, Rich, uh, for the record, I just checked Bleacher Report. Their last 120 posts. Oops, no football. Okay, so hey, listen, he was right. You're okay. Right. Impressive that you could add up the 120 so quickly well, like that just three, by scrolling. Was, a bunch of threes, and I could I got do it. that. Okay, know? good. Yeah, one, so, two, three, four, five, six. I can relate to Justin Fields saying what he said there. That that makes that one I totally get because I remember it like 20, geez, one years ago, right around now, is when my contract was coming out with ESPN. Didn't want to go somewhere else, mm-hmm. couldn't have envisioned being anywhere else. Couldn't imagine. It was, and and what I definitely wanted, though, was it for it to be over fast. (laughs) And it it went all the way up to the very end. Yeah. That sucked. So I get, I totally get that. Love it here. Can't imagine being anywhere else. A lot of people say, well, that's that's a perfect answer. Good answer. That stands pat. Totally can relate to that. One million percent. Never thought I would be anywhere else my entire career. It was my lone identity. They drafted me, if you will, out of college. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, uh, I, I get it. Wanting to be over fast, I, I, I just don't know if it's going to be because they're going to they're going to go through the combine. They're going to meet Caleb and the other kids too, and they're going to let this thing marinate and they're going to have them in for visits. Um, I don't know unless somebody blows them away with an offer like like. Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN said the Giants are going to offer their next two ones and their next two twos Ooh. and Kayvon Thibodeau. And I'm like, wow, okay. That, that trade. Like, so, I mean, that, that would keep, I think up. that would keep Justin Fields in Chicago. You know, that would keep Justin Fields in Chicago. But uh, I get it. I get it with Justin Fields feeling that way. But, I mean, the foolproof thing would be just to remove Instagram from your phone. Right. You know? Uh, well, he's on vacation. He's going to yeah. want to post himself. And he's a young man. He's you know uh, I mean? He's no, trying I, to I've, see stuff. I get it. Uh, uh, yeah, sh- shoe videos. <laughs> from the Rich Eisen things. show. You know he's got no, it. No, no, no. I, I, I get it, but it's just it, it's part of a business. 
But again, like I said, just to go all the way back, the guy's just been killing it ever since he's put a, you know, a cleat on for uh, the Ohio State. And it just hasn't been good enough for some. And um, he, he, he made it through last year's crucible of what, he, what are the Bears going to do. This time around, I don't know if he's going to. And I think he senses it right now, and I think he wants it over, and he wants to go somewhere else. And where he goes, he's just going to have to apologize to the third and fourth wide receiver in the wide receiver room in Atlanta. <laughs> where he says, I, I think they need another. And great job, Amon Ross St. Brown, just asking straight up. You want to be there? Yeah. What do you think of Atlanta? Apparently even called him out for not following him. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Because Justin said, Again, I that's on the I was like, no, you don't. St. Brown Brothers podcast, courtesy of the 33rd team. We'll take a break. I've got my power rankings of the top quarterback, most important quarterbacks available in the quarterback carousel this year. And also Mike Florio, hour three. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. As you know, one of our favorite things to do when baseball season hit last year was follow anything done by Ellie Dela Cruz all the way down to the last morsel, right? Yes. And um, yep. as spring training has uh, begun, we're already on the Ellie Dela Cruz beat. Foul ball yesterday found Hunter Green's car window. <laughs> That's <honest. laughs> What? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oops. In the player's parking lot, Hunter yelled at Ellie after finding out you're paying for that. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy Rauch. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, yep, and the Reds are all over it, too. <laughs> Ellie's like my bad. Oh, so it oh. was a ma- it was live BP where Hunter threw the pitch. Now that's news to me. Is that what that means? It live BP like matchup it. between Ellie and Hunter. Oh, yeah, he threw yeah. the pitch, and then he, f- and he <laughs> wow. The- By the way, that also looks like a Maybach, like Maybach. SUV. It does. It does look yeah. like a very nice, looks like a Maybach SUV car. <laughs> One would assume Hunter Green is a nice car. Yeah. Which I only we, know that because I'm watching also, Mr. and Mrs. Smith the way, and they drove one. The baseball looks like a, a morsel in Ellie Dela Cruz's hand. Look at that. Right? That's how he can throw it 100 miles an hour from third base. That. <laughs> oh, my God. Look at how the ball looks so small in his hand. I love that, dude. <laughs> looks like a pearl. <laughs> Seriously, like he just opened a clam. Right? Not quite as small. With his own looked, hands, his own bare hands. Not quite as small as it looked in Wemby's hands, but still. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt in my mind when we're – Drafting fantasy, Cooper's going to want him like first. Oh, oh there is. There you go. That's Wembenyama. Well go, done, Hoskins. Hoskins. No, that's, you know, that's insane. 
That's like us holding a, a, a jawbreaker. <laughs> I get to keep Ellie in the last round in my league because I picked him up last year. So you get to keep him? In the last round. And you won the title oh, last year? Oh, so that means you're... Value. Oh, that's, you're going value. back to back, Brockman. You're going back to back. I won, and I won Two last salute, year. Two salute, sir. Two salute on that. Back on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH. Back with our radio partners. I mean... I'm seeing how Rick Pitino called out his St. John team. Did you see that? That they're they're not they're non-athletic or something like that. Why, why is he still? A uh, he's four, they're fourteen and twelve. Like, what is he doing? Felipe Lopez isn't walking through that That's door. So- <laughs> Walter Berry's not walking through that Chris door. Chris Mullen and Bill Wennington, Mark Jackson, not walking through that door. What'd you make of uh, JJ Reddick's comments on Doc Rivers that he doesn't take responsibility? Wondering what the beef is there. Don't know. But he was on two of Doc's teams, right? Yeah. Clippers and Sixers? Yeah. He had very good seasons under him. And then Pat yeah. Beverly started uh Yeah, saying that he smack. saved his career. And then JJ was like, I had a four-year offer from someone else. Yeah, he that, said F-O-H. Yeah, so. Media, and, and then, media beef. And then um, and Austin went on ESPN today to defend, defend yeah, him. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, it's the Wednesday, right? It's the Wednesday. Yeah, when there's, there's nothing no games. going on. There's no games, just college hoops. And, you know, what? Bucks have struggled, you know, three and seven with Doc. So I don't know. I yeah, imagine Chris, they're going to be fine. Don't you think if everything hit. was kosher and copacetic, then they wouldn't have made a coaching change anyway, right? So when people get on Doc, like, well, your first 10 games are three and seven, well, obviously something wasn't right, right. or else they wouldn't have made a coaching well, They don't play any defense. Switch. <laughs> so. I don't know. Uh, normally, I thought you'd have an opinion on Doc Rivers. You're so opinionated when it comes to him. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, 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 you're turning this down? Times. You're turning this one down? Yeah, I'm turning oh, okay. it down. Do you, you want me to come out flamethrowing no, on I, Doc Rivers? No, I want you to be honest. On, That's all. That's all. I think we're seeing who Doc is as a head coach. Which is? He's got these superstars and they're struggling. Like he's great at, like I said, he's great well, at mean, managing personality. You got to get more than ten games, goes, right, to 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 put sure. a referendum on him and what, what, with the Bucks, right? I mean, got two of the twenty best players in the league. Like, come on. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we will see. I don't know. Yeah, 10 well, games. it just matters. Rubbers meet in the road once, yeah. once, once we're in, we're in the playoffs anyway, right? Yeah, we're just kind of hey, skating well, till May here. One thing the Knicks have already done is put themselves back on the map for someone like Kevin Durant to start paying attention to him. <laughs> you see this one? <laughs> Guy. Our fr- friend of the show. Can we call Rich Kleiman friend of the show? Let's yeah, he's been on a couple times. Multiple times. We saw him. In, Actually, did in, he not come this... on talking about the birth of, of the boardroom? Yeah. yeah. Once upon a time? We saw him uh, after the Emmys on the streets of New York That's last right, year. That's right, we did. So Rich just put it right to him because, you know, Rich is, I feel like I went to summer camp with him. <laughs> Capricornda, or Trails End, <laughs> one of the two. Trails End. Oh, honestly, I, I used you know just a, a bunch Trails of guys. You know, I, I might have actually forgotten. I might have been to his bar mitzvah <laughs> once. I don't know. All right, out there on Long Island. Long but anyway, he, he he put it right to right to KD because KD had a shot to go to the Knicks. He went to the Nets instead, right? Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yep. Kind of didn't blame him at the time either, I mean, right? LeBron went to the Heat instead of the Knicks. Like everyone's passed on the Knicks. But uh, so he put it right to him on the, on the boardroom pod. Do me a favor, clear up something you said for me five years ago. Admit the Knicks are cool. Come on, bro. At that time, they weren't. I mean, the Knicks weren't cool, but they are a cool brand. Like, when the Knicks are, like, on, like, right now, when they're they popping right now. They're, they're popping. playing well. Last few years, they were playing well. But before that, they wasn't playing well. 
but you knew the brand was cool. The brand was cool, but at the time, the, you know, I'm not looking at the, the cool brand outside of the game. I was looking about looking at the team, and the team was not cool to play for. The team was not cool to watch. It wasn't a good team to watch. I might have embellished a little bit or a lot of a little bit about like the brand. <laughs> I might like through the brand. There we go. There you know too. it's cool, bro. But yeah, of course the next brand like the New York is New York. Living in New York made me truly realize that oh, it's the greatest city in the world. It really is, brother. It really is. And there's nothing. I don't think there's no other city that can compete. I mean, not compete. That's going to top it. It's people that can it's cities that can compete. Sorry. But to top New York and just be like, I'd rather, no. All right, there you go. New York, greatest city in the world. That's a great uh, Hamilton Facts. lyric right there. Facts. I don't blame it. I mean, at the time it wasn't. But you know who put them on the map? You, know you know why they're popping? Jalen Brunson. Mm-hmm. That's why they are popping. And when the Knicks paid him what they paid him to come from Dallas to New York, Nobody thought, here comes the guy who's going to get the Knicks popping again. Yep. It was why the Knicks pay him this much money. Exactly. That's what it was. They overpaid. <laughs> of course the Mavericks are going to let that guy go. Jalen Brunson has him popping. So note to all the uh, greats. Now suddenly it's, it's, it's like that meme, right? Where they've got their team to their left, and then yeah, they turn like, their like, oh. they're craning their neck at the Knicks right now. <laughs> yeah. Just understand that part of that meme, it's number eleven that you're craning your neck at. It's his team. Yeah. It's his team, and anybody that's coming, it's his team. And that includes LeBron. You want him? Of course. What are you out of your mind? Does he make you better? Yeah. Yes, he makes the Knicks better. Come on now. Just asking. Get out of here. What's the matter with you? You got good team chemistry right now. Oh, yeah, and LeBron will just blow that right up. Yeah. He'll come in and ruin it. Well, he's not walking through the door right now to use the Patino phrase. That's not right now. That'll be for next year. Anybody who's coming, it's Brunson's team. Oh, baby. Hour three coming up. I didn't stutter. What do you think? Le- the Brunson will just take a back seat to LeBron, right? LeBron will just come and he'll be he'll be just LeBron. That's all he's gonna do is just be LeBron. That's it. He's just doesn't Bron- LeBron. Bron just wants to eliminate it, uh, um, d- disseminate anyway, right? Doesn't he want to do it? He makes people better. <laughs> what do you make the Knicks better? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> did he really just say that? I believe he did. And my reaction is appropriate, is it not? Highly. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. Come. It's LeBron James. I don't know. Hey. I wouldn't trade anyone on the Celtics for LeBron right now. Really? You wouldn't trade Derek White for LeBron? Sam Hauser straight no up? chance. Sam Hauser straight up? Nope. <laughs> what's, your, what's, what's homeboy that shoots Get the out of What's here. homeboy that shoots the Come threes? On. Um, Sam Hauser. Pritchett. Oh, Pritchett. 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 Nope. Pritchett. You wouldn't. Nope. You. Wait a No, stop. 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 <laughs> handle this. Please. I will help. Thank you, please. Please, I, I don't mean to, no, no, but no. I'll just do it. I'm just grabbing my tea. It's okay. Yeah. So you sip it. I'll spill it. Get out of here. <laughs> 43, you can't mean this. 40, 43 and 12. <laughs> I'm sorry. To, 
He spit, didn't he spit take at the Super Bowl? He had yeah. to leave the set. I don't want to. He spit vodka all over my oh, computer. Dude. That wasn't my fault, though. That it was, was your fault. It yeah, came out of your mouth. Was. That was Burt Chrysler's fault. It came right. out of your mouth. Out of my computer. Sam Hauser for LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. 43 and 12. LeBron Roll your break. LeBron James. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.